Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core reunion is over, but we are just getting started or continuing here on Post Show Recaps uh, with Chapter 9. See you soon. Or as I just said before we started recording, see you now. Here we are. We're back. We're talking about Chapter 9 of Crisis Core. I am Brooklyn Zed here with my co-host, Adam. Adam, you made it out of Shinra Manor, okay? Uh, Okay is not the word that I would use to describe uh, the current condition after making it out of Shinra Manor. Yes, uh, you know, they can see us now. This, I mean, there's only there's only one chapter left, right? This is the penultimate chapter of Crisis Core. You, yeah. I mean, the, the story must be bursting at the seams with content and intrigue and so many things are happening. Oh my goodness. Um, and we're definitely not just running around playing a bunch of random mini games and dress up. Uh, <laughs> Shooting robots. Chapter. Yeah, we're definitely not doing that. Um, you know, where the, the story is, uh, is bursting at the seams, ready to go. We're so engaged. We're so excited. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, Zed. There's some weird stuff that happens this chapter. And um, like really weird stuff. Like really, really weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Really like kind of not okay like to the point where like as it was happening um as we like i don't know characters are eating hair and it's just like what are we doing here um you know uh but then then we end it with a bunch of worms so what a great just story chapter here for us said i am not gonna lie to you i genuinely have very little idea what is happening i thought i had a decent grasp on it after my just massive fumble earlier in the season where I didn't understand anything. And I thought I, you know, okay, I, I kind of got control. We get project G project S we're trying to do whatever. We're trying to do some stuff. And now I am as lost in the sauce as one could possibly be. Okay. And, you know, uh, here we are. We can, we can certainly talk through it, but we get a lot of cloud content. This uh, episode said, um, yeah, he's our buddy. I'm curious uh, if if you had to run around a giant manor to find clothes for me to dress me up and then carry me all over Kingdom Come, like truly everywhere. 
uh, how would that make you feel? Would I mean, would we be closer as friends after that experience, or would you resent me forever? Because despite the fact that I'm an incredibly powerful character that can utilize the same sword that I'm using, maybe even better, um, I still made you carry me all over the place and did absolutely well, nothing. I mean, you are nearly unconscious, yeah, or or, or literally unconscious, depending on where in the story we are. I think, mm-hmm. uh, and again. We don't know exactly how much time passes between the end of Crisis Core and the start of Final Fantasy VII. Um, in fact, some folks were talking about this in the Discord last night or this morning. Are we ever um, going to know? Because I, I don't know what happens at the end of Crisis Core, so I don't know exactly where this ends, regardless of, of the beginning of, of Seven. But, or, I mean, are we ever going to know? I, I don't I don't think so. Uh, oh, it was our our dear friend Alex who was asking from the end of Crisis Core where Cloud picks up the Buster Sword. It, that's not really oh, a spoiler. You've, you've seen you've seen this cutscene in remake. Unbelievable! Uh, <laughs> so much spoilers. Cloud wow. ends up with the Buster Sword. Surprise! Unbelievable. Um, to the start of Final Fantasy VII, where Cloud jumps off the train at the mm-hmm. Mako reactor. Do we know how much time has passed? And uh, I think our premier Crisis Core expert, I think it's fair to say, uh, our dear friend Mike, yep. responded, okay. they never explicitly say, unless it is mentioned in the Two Pasts novel. And this novel just came out, and it's about Aerith and Tifa. Uh, so very few people have read it so far, myself included. I have not read it. Um, our, uh, we have a couple of friends I know who have it. Uh, but I don't even know if they've read it yet. So we don't know how much time exactly passes between the end of Crisis Core and Cloud joining up with Avalanche. Um, so, but he has some time to develop as a soldier, mm. um, as as one might say in the game. Uh, but, you know, he's not there yet. He's just He's just a little grunt. And as we see in Final Fantasy VII itself, in the memory flashbacks to this trip to Nibelheim that we just went through, he's just one of those two anonymous blue guys. Um, And I distinctly remember to this day from a couple years ago, Josh asking me if we should give names to to those two dudes, one of whom like falls off the bridge to his death or whatever. And Sephiroth is like, there's no time. We must continue. Uh, classic video game action movie trope of like can't possibly save this person must just keep going um and i think they just became blue one and blue two uh because i didn't know that one of them was cloud that's a big reveal Mm. later in the game um but we know that here and now uh and see how that kind of plays out in real time from both perspectives at this point uh, so Cloud's got some some growing and some strengthening to do. You know, he's got to do his squats and his pull-ups. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, to to get to the point where we got to uh, to to do those squats, certainly Cloud needed a a lot of work. Um, but you never answered my question, Ted. Would we be, would we be closer or or not as close if you had yeah. to do the things that Zach did for Cloud this chapter, i.e., carry him everywhere. <laughs> Well, maybe I don't know if 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 Zach is fully doing this in the most efficient way possible. Oh, you have notes for Zach. <laughs> okay, how would you I, do it? Listen, I just don't have the uh, over enthusiastic golden retriever puppy <laughs> energy that Zach has. I'm like, okay, buddy, it's gonna be all right, and I'm just gonna put you over my shoulder, and we're gonna walk everywhere together. Um, I would make sure you were in a safe place mm-hmm. uh, while I did the running around I needed to do. And then when we were ready to like leave, leave, then we would figure that out. Maybe that involves a motorcycle with a sidecar. Big. Uh, yep. Certainly possible. Um, but the goal is definitely not to be carrying anybody around uh, for a long period of time, but you can't, you know, you can't resent somebody for, for, for things outside of their control. Mm, I you greatly underestimate my ability to resent people. I think. Well, you is... asked me what, how I would feel. Okay, so you, so you think this would be like a growth opportunity? Like we would, yeah. we would become closer. It's not necessarily a bonding experience if one of the people is not conscious for the entire That's true. time. Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah. You know, it's not like we are going through hardship together, but one person is going to have no memory of it. Mm-hmm. So, which would you rather be? Would you rather be the, be the person kind of unconscious being drugged around everywhere? No, would you rather absolutely? You, you'd not. rather be the other person. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't want to feel like I owe anybody anything. Oh. Well, there's, I mean, okay. 
That's interesting. It's probably okay. more to dive into there, but we don't there, need to do therapy to, on this yeah, we don't uh, need Friday to, afternoon yeah. where we're talking about a video game. Continue. In a lot of ways, video games are therapy, said. Um, and in also a lot of ways, they're really not. So they're don't, really good yeah. things that might drive you to therapy. Yes. Yeah, actually, that is probably more accurate. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're in Shinra Manor. We've, you know, we were down in the basement. We had our whole big thing at the end of the last chapter. Very frustrating stuff, whatever. Um, and we're just kind of sprawled out unconscious. Cloud is there, really struggling. Cloud, Cloud has a tough chapter. It just to be, just to be very transparent here. Cloud has a really tough chapter in terms of his own abilities, um, which t- is to say that there are almost none. Um, and we're, you know, we're, we're carrying Cloud out, and we go through a pretty big series of okay let's run ahead let's clear the path aka go through the random encounters that were there already on the way in <laughs> and then once we do that we're gonna we're gonna double back and pick him up and then go back through now you know again I, you said you have notes on how you would do this the whole safe space and leave behind situation i think is fine i think you could just carry cloud and then maybe when these random encounters start good thing you have like a little voice activated type situation to let you know when you're in combat mode and maybe whenever that happens you just drop cloud and then enter the combat and you're good to go like they you know I, I, that that's that's kind of how i would do it uh-huh. um but we get there. I mean, there is kind of that moment where as Zach and Cloud are about to leave Nibelheim, uh, all of these Shinra troops show up and Zach just has to like a put Cloud down next to the like water well windmill. Yeah. Or I mean, we do this multiple times. We we get out of the Shinra Manor. Like it takes us quite a bit to get out of the Shinra Manor. Then we're going back out into the city and then, oops, there's like a hundred troops, a hundred Shinra troops or whatever. Oops, are all there. troops. Oops, all troops. Oh. Um, and, uh, they want to take cloud. Okay. So, so we get this little situation where it's like cloud has Genova within uh, whatever they want to take cloud because cloud's important. We know, we know a little bit of the, of the science behind cloud, but that's not based on this game. Um, they want to take cloud. And so naturally we, we have to stop them. And so we play this little fun game where we kill a dozen troops and then we walk over and look menacingly at the one that came out to try and take him away. <laughs> And then we kill another dozen troops. And then we again look menacingly at the one that kind of sneaked into the back to, to pull Cloud away. Um, and then let me just check my notes here. Oh, oh, we do it again. We kill another dozen troops. And then we go back and look at that. All the while, this is, it's not a timed event. I would have been really upset had this been a timed event. That would have been so dumb. Instead, we get a fun little distance measurer uh over there of just like you can't let cloud get pulled too far because once he gets 15 meters away you're unable to stop them mm-hmm. um why i've been traipsing all across these maps i know how to get basically everywhere we just came from the basement of a shinra manor that was well over 15 meters is that what they're using as measurement probably right it's just numbers it's unclear just, just random numbers okay <laughs> 15 distance units um our way there and we have to like stop them so um a fun little oh uh, sorry uh not fun at all it was quite repetitive and and kind of dumb a little mini game here right at the very beginning um didn't really crisis course thing is uh repetitive unnecessary mini games (sighs) yeah this isn't even the worst one of the this half of the chapter um And so we're able to do that. Fine. No problem. I don't even remember the distance that it got down to. It was like seven or eight or something. It wasn't particularly hard when you give me a giant group of troops and basically a free save point right afterwards. I'm just going to shoot fire at them nonstop and then end it. I'm I'm not even going to swing the sword. I'm not even going to think I have a sword. I'm just going to shoot fire at everybody and it's going to end so quick. So great. Uh, We're done with that. We, then we take him, back to the manor this this is where i totally lost the plot because we just came from there it was not safe it was not a good situation for us they know we are here um there's an evil science laboratory downstairs with uh some bad stuff happening and we're like yeah let's just set up shop here let's just let's pitch a tent uh and let's uh you know let's just hang out in this manor for a while let's tuck cloud into his little betty by um and uh he, he gets in there gets a little nice nappy poo because cloud needs a little rest and naturally 
um, instead of dealing with the situation, instead of, gosh, I don't know, figuring a way out of this manner or out of the situation, we instead decide that what Cloud is wearing is disgusting. We cannot give away. It is a dead giveaway. Nothing else would be a giveaway, by the way. Not the hair, not the nothing, not, not the sword, not the massive sword. Nothing else would be a giveaway. It's the clothes. It is absolutely the clothes. And so, of course, we have to go around and find some clothes. Now, um, I'm just going to say with complete confidence here that I did not do everything that I needed to do in this little portion. Uh-huh. Now, I the, the part of the reason why I say that is because, number one, I needed that stupid dresser key. And I did not get that dresser key when I was originally down in the basement. And so Oops. it took me 15, 20 minutes to just be like, even considering going back down in that basement, I went out of the manor and was out just roaming around before I decided to go check that basement. Yeah. There um, is definitely like a bit of a lack of logic of like, you just escaped from this laboratory um, where they've been, you've been part of an experiment and you're getting and you want to get away. And it seems like maybe the safe place to hide cloud is not back in that same building. Maybe not. Um, even if the scientist is like dead on the floor. <laughs> but I don't even understand why the scientists would have a dresser key to one of the rooms of this place. Do they stay there? Do the scientists just like live there full time? It wasn't I scientists. I mean, it is Shinra Manor and they work for Shinra. Maybe this is their uh, company housing in Nibelheim. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But like, it wasn't even scientist clothes that we found. It was, it was <laughs> I mean, it was soldier clothes. Like it doesn't even, I don't know. Um, let's see. The other thing uh, that's important here. Oh, Nibelheim is actually fine. Sorry. Nibelum is actually fine. Um, not on fire or destroyed as one might have thought based on the fact that we had seen it on fire and destroyed. Um, it's fine. How? I don't know. Uh, I believe it's a Shinra cover up. Yeah. Uh, they they said that, well, they, Sephiroth. <laughs> Sephiroth no longer the same thing as Shinra. Sephiroth set the town on fire in a fit of madness. Mm -hmm. Um, And Shinra doesn't want anybody to come poking around and find out about their experiment. So they cover it up like it it never happened. Yeah, I'm going to be honest here. That doesn't even track, though, because what do you mean? uh, What do you mean they covered it up? It's still like it didn't happen. It happened. Okay, everything looks fine. Like they did a big rebuild. What I have also kind of never understood is like when Cloud goes back to Nibelheim and is like, okay, but this place was on fire. Everybody's like, "Mm, no, it wasn't. That never happened. And it's like, okay, but there definitely were people here when it was on fire. And it's like, did they all die and got replaced with new people who moved into the... Oh my God! Uh, said they're like all clones. Refabricated town or like everyone's, more clones? It's everyone's a clone. Oops, all clones. That's <laughs> honestly that could be the name of this game. Oops, that all could clones. be the name of this it game. It truly could. Um, okay, so the the other reason why I say that I certainly did not accomplish every task that there was to accomplish in this portion of the game is because we did like some freaking I spy down with the doors where we got to look through the keyholes to see mm-hmm. stuff, except I saw nothing and it ended up having no impact on anything. All it was, was like, um, let me just look through the doors. One of the doors had like some of the floating pumpkins in it. And then, uh, I don't know. Like what was the point of the keyholes? Oh, uh, because if you can the- you have to count things and then the numbers are the code to a safe for something um this is my my vague memories of uh of playing this chapter of the game there's definitely a reason there's a reason you look through the keyholes um because somewhere there's a note or maybe it's a mail that you get i don't remember um that's like uh the you know the treat for teacher and then you go into a room and like count the apples that you see in the room um and one is counting those pumpkins and and there's one or two more um that solve a puzzle kind of like the the lost number uh safe puzzle that you do in the original game well i just didn't do it this time and everything was fine so there we go um okay so we dress up cloud perfect we're doing so good like really we have accomplished so much already we got cloud out of the manor back into the manor into new clothes and now 
Um, now it's time to actually try and get out of here. And here comes perhaps my least favorite part of this entire game thus far in the ninth chapter. Mm-hmm. We are off to the shooting range to pick up random rifles that have been hidden left. I don't know all throughout the pathway. And we are going to destroy some robots outside, outside of Nibelheim. I, I mean, okay. I don't even understand the point of, of why there are a bunch of robots just randomly outside of this city. Okay. Even if I did understand that, why are the rifles just left all around there? And even if I understood that, um, how do we get points for killing things and then can just randomly upgrade the rifles? And then even if I understood that at the end of the situation, based on how many I killed or how many I let go, I don't even know. Um, I get just some random stuff. Like who's rewarding me for this? What, like, what, this is, this was potentially. Yeah, sometimes the mechanics definitely don't make sense. Like, this was the dumbest minigame ever. Um, and it wasn't even like I was bad at it or whatever, because all you had to do is just shoot the rifle at the person's head and then boom, they're dead every time. But like, what was the purpose of this? I don't understand. And then we had, it happened so many times too. It wasn't even just like, you know, a one or two situation, whatever we ended up in combat. It was like four or five times. I was like zooming in, trying to hit their heads just over and over and over again. And then sometimes the robots would like attack us in the street. And then we just got more points for killing them. I like, and then there seemed to be no consequence for any of the big robots that just got away. There was, it seemed to be very little consequence. Cause it's not like we fought them later. There's no yeah. like extra penalty here for, for being bad at this. And there seemed to be very limited reward for being good at it. Cause I don't even remember what I got. So like, what was this? Yeah, it's a it's a mini game for a trophy. Uh, and let me tell you how much time I spent. Oh, my Cause God. You have to you can't miss any of them. Um, and that includes the ones you get in random encounters, which you need to fight so that you can upgrade the sniper rifle more. I spent hours fighting these guys. Hours. Yeah. No, that's yeah. I mean, I would, that's so. Oh, it, was a, it was a terrible life choice. It was not yeah. a good. It was not a good choice. It was not fun. I didn't like it. It was a bad time. Oh my god, I I just cannot even imagine spending hours spending hours doing this. Like there, there's just no way I could ever. Um, it was so annoying, and it seemed like there was very little point to any of it. Like not even just like mechanic wise, like whatever. Uh, sometimes you're gonna have to have situations where like, okay, we get we get loot, we get stuff based on the like, how we're doing something. Even story wise, I didn't understand why there were just a bunch of random robots outside Nibelheim. Like that didn't track for me at all. Like are they coming in? That we we just absolutely wrecked about fifty soldiers. Like they all came in and we just sh- straight up murdered them. Over it might have been more than fifty to be honest with you. We murdered so many of them. They know we're here. Like, there's only one other place we could be going, and that's to Shinra Manor, okay? Like, they know we're here. If we have giant military robots outside of the city, why are we not sending them in? Um, mm. Like, what is the point? Why? Are, and then who laid the rifles down? Like, I don't, I don't understand why there were multiple rifles. Also, why couldn't there have just been one rifle that we found? Like, why did we have to pick up five pick up different, different ones? ones every time? Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because it's like you're upgrading the rifle, but then you're using a different one Yeah, when it could just be the same one. And I don't know. I think it might be possible that you could just can you just run through there without doing this part at all? I don't know. Oh, that would have been so smart of me to try. Probably not because you have to fight the ones that like come up in random encounters. And so I don't know. But it's not like we're even using the rifle for those, too. Like, we're, we're using our sword and magic, but then we also get points to upgrade the rifle when we kill them? Yeah. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I also don't know. And let me tell you, as someone who loves a sniper rifle, and people who have watched me play games on Twitch know this about me, this gun is terrible. Um, it's really bad. Even when, even when you upgrade it, it's still not great. Oh. Um, and just like gameplay mechanics wise when you shoot if you miss you don't even see where there there is nothing uh there's only an animation if you hit it and if you don't hit you have no idea like how far off you were and in what direction um so it's hard to adjust 
so I find the gameplay of this part very frustrating. Mm. Um, Cause uh, shout out to Brenna. I don't know if she listens to the podcast. I think she does. Um, she's watched me play the last of us and far cry and crisis core. And she's watched me do some pretty great sniping in far cry in particular. Uh, you would have no no reason to believe that I'm any good at sniper rifles watching me play this mini game, but that's because the rifle is bad and the mechanics are bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's really, it does feel like, and I never had a PlayStation portable, a PSP, which is what this game originally was released on. Mm -hmm. So I can't speak to the like capabilities of that system, um, but it feels like they were trying to find ways to add more content and more like playability within like the limited capacity of the cons console, the handheld console um, of the time. Uh, but it just does not translate well to what video games are now, I think. Well, I, I potentially the one benefit that I have is that I don't play other like shooter games. Those have never been ones that like particularly interest me. Um, but I will, you know, uh, you, you know, you bragged a little bit. I'm going to brag a little bit too. I did not miss a shot uh, on on these, so uh, I don't know. Um, not that it like mattered or it really did anything for me, but uh, per usual, the mini games are things that I'm good at, but not. No, I'm not good at enjoying them. <laughs> is uh is the unfortunate part there so we got done with our 52 rifle pickup we're all the way uh you know we're, we're going down the nibelheim plains and who should we run into but cisne welcome back cisne it's good to see you um except it's kind of not but also maybe it is we'll see she wants to take us back in she's like still holding the the shinra line or the whatever turk 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 line is she she's a turk yeah she's a mm -hmm. she's a turk um she's like oh i have to i have to bring you back in except you can take 10 minutes and just run away it'll be fine i won't even i'm conflicted i'm really having a hard time here zach also where's cloud but also you can go bye but wait i need to take you in <laughs> here's 10 minutes and then she just kind of lets us go um i do love how whenever we see some of these characters we get like uh, oftentimes we get some little flashbacks of like the previous times we've seen them in the game. And there are very few times we've seen characters previously in the game. That is like, the, we're flashing back to like our very limited scenes that have already happened. And so we get this little flashback to the scene on the beach. And I just was reminded that we did a whole combat um, fighting scuba divers with an umbrella. That's, I just, you know, I was just reminded that that was a thing that happened. Um, so welcome back Cisne for like four seconds. Um, and we get to leave. And there we go. Sisney lets us go. How nice of her. And we decide that it's time to get on the road. Hit the open road um, with a motorcycle and a sidecar. Where did we get this? I don't know. Maybe we stole it. Have you ever, have you ever uh, uh, been on a motorcycle, Zen? No, I have not. Really? Okay. I feel like you're the type of person that would have been in a motorcycle. Yeah, I, I motorcycle definitely have vibes. that vibe. And my partner has one, and I've never been on it. Um, what are you waiting but, for? Uh, I, I mean, I've been on the back of a, an ATV. Mm. That the uh, uh, Listen, it was our... I mean, I've been on the back of an ATV. Of, of the Renaissance Fair, <laughs> who took me on it. And okay. he is like a, a southern... It was scary. Oh, Wow. We were flying up and down hills through the woods. No helmets. Uh, I, I feared for my life a little bit. It was exhilarating and terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, Are you like a big roller coaster person? Do you like? I the... do like a roller coaster. Okay, so yeah. you like that thrill? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a big roller coaster person. I've just never, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know something about. Have it. you just... been on a motorcycle? I, well, I have been on a motorcycle. That's the thing. I, I mean, it was one time. My one of my uncles has a motorcycle, and it was like. It was just like a, a ride around where he lived. Like it wasn't like a let's hit the open highway for a big road trip. It was like, uh -huh. do you want to? It, it was for the event of like riding a motorcycle for Got the it, first yes. time. Yes. Um, I don't know if I need to do it any more than that. Like I think I'm okay <laughs> with the one time. Um, uh -huh. I don't know something about only having two wheels, but going the speed at which you should have four wheels. I don't know. Sure. Like that is maybe a part of it, and then also there's so little keeping you on the motorcycle 
like uh-huh. like you know you you're you're wanting to stay in the motorcycle but when you, i don't think people realize when you're in a car you could just like sit down and there's very little risk of you falling out of the car well yes well but i know like it's a given but i think people take it for granted because when you're not in a car situation you could just like lean over and then you're on the ground so uh-huh. you know anyway um I can't believe your partner has a motorcycle and you haven't ridden on a motorcycle. Like, that yeah. is, is wild. You're telling me out of the two of us, one of us has ridden a motorcycle and it's me? And it's you, yeah. Wow. People would lose money on that bet, probably. Yeah. We should we should make people bet on that. We could we could really make a killing here. Um, okay, so, well, what about a motorcycle sidecar? Would you ever ride in a sidecar, Zed? I mean, my main uh, experience of a motorcycle sidecar is Harry Potter sitting in the yes. sidecar of Hagrid's motorcycle in the final Harry Potter book. And it is depicted as very uh, demeaning, humiliating. You're lower to the ground than everybody else. I think it's a no, thank you for me. It's a no for me. It's a no. Okay. Um, I mean, Harry does a lot of the work in that sidecar, whereas, you know, Hagrid does not, uh, does not pull his fair share given the the state of things um i don't think i'd ever ride in a sidecar i think i'd rather just walk <laughs> like i don't i don't know i mean if the if 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 the option is you get in the sidecar or you get completely left behind i think then the option is you get in the sidecar but if there are other modes of transportation available i'd rather sit on the back of the motorcycle yeah like what if know? that wasn't an option though well, you certainly don't want to get left in Nibelheim where everybody's out to get you and experiment on you. Uh, Nibelheim seems totally fine. You can just hang out in the manor for as long as you want looking through keyholes and no one will come disturb you. I don't know. I think it'll be fine. Also, it's not on fire and no one remembers anything. So, um, okay. We're on the road and <laughs> who should we see come back into our lives but the one and only genesis he's back he's I, everywhere he's he's here he's there he's there he's, he's, there. he's <laughs> every effing way yeah genesis genesis <laughs> um <laughs> he's truly everywhere like oh my god he is everywhere um i the the word genesis the name genesis has begun to lose all meaning for me <laughs> <laughs> like i just i don't even understand what's happening he's he's literally everywhere i feel like we encounter him all the time you see someone flying with one wing it's probably genesis they're flying um i know we already talked through logistics of flying with one wing but the wings didn't even really flap this time uh, when he was flying so i don't know what's happening there and so Genesis is back. We're having a big encounter, whatever. We've done this so many times before. Um, and then we get another boss fight against a a, a clone is just how I'm going to put it, but it's not really a clone because it also has like some spider qualities and then also is really has a lot of magic. Oh, and um, let me just, let me just check these notes here. Oh, it ate my hair. Uh <laughs> That's right. Um, it ate my hair. It plucked. I don't know how I forgot that. It plucked hair from the back of my head and was like, "Is this a snack?" Yes, and just started eating it. And 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 then it turned into an even bigger monster because famously, my hair is a catalyst for destruction. That is that is clearly what's happening here. Um, this Genesis clone mowed down on some hair and became just, just even more disgusting. Maybe um, Zach is actually Samson. I <sighs> I think that's a biblical thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're I don't know like how biblical we want to get, but there I we already have the I mean, Genesis of it all. We are t- so. Exactly. We are talking about Genesis. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah. I, some, I mean like, some loosely connected dots i'm trying hard and i'm reaching i don't know yeah yeah well this game is doing a lot of reaching as well as that so you're not you're not out of place there um and then we have this boss fight against this uh you know genesis i forget what they call it it's genesis something because that's all the that's what like half the boss fights in this game are genesis 
word. Um, yeah, like destroyer, G defender, G yeah, destroyer, attacker, yeah. a blade, whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it, they're all the same thing. It's just a different version of Genesis. And um, this version of Genesis uh, shoots magic just on repeat over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Like nonstop magic was being spit out here. And so a lot of dodging I had to do here for this first boss fight. Um, I did have to, for the first time in like four chapters, <laughs> change my materia that I mm. was using. I brought out ye old M barrier. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at me, except, well, <laughs> in case you didn't know, dear listener, if you don't ever use the materia uh-huh. while it is sitting rusted, <laughs> neglected in, in your, your inventory, inventory uh-huh. um, it's not very strong when you whip it out for the first time. And subsequently, when you are doing that in a boss fight, mm, kind of has limited uh, benefits. And then let's say hypothetically you traded it out for like the lightning materia and then afterwards had to go fight a bunch of robots and then didn't have your lightning materia on you, but also were too lazy to change it back. That might also be frustrating to you. I'm just, just like hypothetically for people got the Emberia out, defeated this. I don't think I died a ton of times, maybe like twice just had to like, uh, the, the first time was cause I just got bombarded with magic and just had to change the material. Like I said, and then I think the, um, other time was just an unlucky dodge of a thing because here's the problem. And I have said this before, and I will say this again, although probably only one more time because we're almost at the last chapter. Zach is pathetic. Like truly. Um, the amount of time that it takes him to recover from being hit by anything is disgusting. Like he gets hit by fire and then he might as well just be dead because the odds of you dodging the next attack that happens after you get hit by something are is, is almost zero. I'm over here freaking spamming this R button, which is like the, the not, I don't know if it's dodge. It's just like roll away or somersault. Or it probably is dodge. I don't know. Whatever it's called. I'm over here spamming this R button trying to get out of the way. And it like, it's right up at the buzzer where like we recover from the being hit by something and then we're about to be hit by something again. So this thing was just spitting out fire nonstop. I was really struggling having to dodge. And then um, luckily it wasn't like too tanky or like hard to deal damage to. So um, we get the slot machine going. We're good. You know, we're good to go. I can, you know, get, get a plenty of limit breaks. I forget whose uh, emotions were heightened during this fight, but it was somebody and mm-hmm. you better believe I was feeling strong thoughts about whoever that was i don't know who it was but i was feeling very strongly um and uh <laughs> okay we we defeat genesis who also gets away but we don't really defeat genesis genesis is still there will we can kill you genesis? ever truly defeat genesis i don't know as many copies as i honestly are? have no idea i kind of thought we had dealt with all the genesis copies already i thought we have moved on to project s turns out project g is alive and well um <laughs> And we might even get more projects later. Who knows? Um, so we, de- uh, we defeat that Genesis. How we exciting. defeat that Genesis. How exciting. How exciting. Uh, let's take a quick break, uh, recover from our Genesis fight, and uh, we will be right back after this. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay. We are back. We've defeated Genesis. For now <laughs> and we continue on yeah um just i'm curious as we kind of get back into our motorcycle um do you have any road snacks for us to have like you know goldfish checks mix uh your hair um any <laughs> anything for us to munch on as we i go? think if hair is the primary sustenance uh we're in trouble we are in big trouble neither of us have particularly substantial amounts of it no, uh, and I just got a haircut, so I lost so much of my hair in this past week, so we're really in trouble if that's our main uh, source of food. Um, we did leave the unconscious cloud in this motorcycle, and I could not help but notice that the motorcycle was still running while we left cloud in it. I don't know why that stood out to me, because it's like not the same as a car, right? Like, But I don't know. It just felt weird to leave the unconscious body in a moving motorcycle. Someone could just come up and take cloud. So dangerous don't leave don't leave people in an unconscious motorcycle no yeah. way don't well, leave unconscious you know, maybe, people in a running motorcycle there we go maybe zach feels like the keys were here when i got here i should leave the keys here and uh he thinks that's just how motorcycles exist um it could keys be an ignition ready to go yeah i i mean i could see that um it, it is always very frustrating think about the amount of time you are going to spend in your life starting a car I don't know, like, uh, that might not apply to a ton of people, like you specifically, but, like, for me, I spent a lot, I've, like, spent a lot of my time in life just starting a car. Not, like, a, you know, a crazy amount, but every day, maybe a minute. Yeah. I, I am absolutely the wrong audience. For yeah, this, you're the wrong person. I think I drive a car about four times a year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so maybe you're maybe the wrong person to talk about that, but... Zed, have you ever been to Gungaga? Gungaga Ball? Um, I'm sure I said that last time we talked about Gungaga before, but that's all I can think of. Also, um, kind of a dumb name for a town. Just going to put that out there. Gaga? Gungaga? Gaga? Gaga. Maybe Gaga uh, should Yes, be. Gungaga is famously the place where my PS2 controller died when I was playing the original Final Fantasy VII for the first time. Um, so I was stuck in Gungaga for quite sometime a couple years ago uh i remember it well i i in fact i i got stuck in zach's parents house oh um wow well it's his hometown he's so excited to be going back there i don't really know what there is for him back there but i do know i do know i do know i do know you do know that there's someone waiting for us there. I, I, I did the dramatic part too early. Um, Cisne is there <laughs> waiting for us. Cisne is waiting. I don't know how she got here. I don't know how she knew we were coming here. Whatever. Cisne is still there. Um, just really bookended our boss fights here right in the middle. And she tells us. And she tells us. See, this is where I meant to do the dramatic part the first mm. time, but I got there a little bit too early. She tells us that Angeal is in the area. Dun, dun, dun. I, I refuse to take 
any additional crap for not understanding the Angela of it all. I absolutely refuse, okay? Angela It's certainly here. not coming from me, because I was it's like, yeah, sure, you can tell me anybody's alive or dead, and I'm just going to go with it, because who knows? I have knows? no clue. I have no clue what's going on here. Why is Angela in the area? Is Angela in the area? It didn't seem like Sisney was, like, lying to us. It didn't seem like she had ulterior motives here. It does seem that Sisney is more or less on our side Although I don't really understand why we just met her and it's not like she has way more loyalty to other people and other institutions than to us, but whatever. Um, Angela's here. And we even question this in character, in character, mind you, Zach is like, wait a minute. He's dead. How, how is he here? Angel's supposed to, uh, Angel's dead. Yeah, he's supposed to be. (laughs) (sighs) Oh my God. Um, Again, you can't take the word of Shinra when it comes to- I'm not taking the word of Shinra. I'm taking the word of all the people who yelled at me for not understanding this game. (laughs) Angela is dead. We saw him die, okay? I may have like kind of messed that up or missed that the first time, but we saw him die, okay? Now we do know, we do know that there are hypothetical Angel- uh, copies is the wrong word because they're kind of just like angel faces put onto weird animals that's what we have seen before mm-hmm. um and so we do know that those are a thing but we have not seen like an angel clone as we have seen so many genesis clones before and so we do see this uh figure in angelic <laughs> figure um with a you know singular wing flying around and we're like okay we have to stop him and we then we then come upon our good buddy, another person who we have chased all over Kingdom Come, Hollander. Yes. Welcome back, Hollander. Um, I really didn't miss you all that much, but he is one of the only other NPCs that we have even met in this game thus far. So we <laughs> had to bring him back. Yeah. yeah, we don't have a lot of named characters in this game. It's really unfortunate. So we get Hollander, and Hollander has the audacity to tell us that our cells are not good enough, okay? Our, 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 he doesn't want our cells. Even though there's these weird creatures that are following us, like cells, cells, cells. Remember this sense? Yeah, cells, 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 cells. They're following us creepily up along the path, wanting our cells, and Hollander then flies down with his stupid little pathetic wing and is like no your cells aren't good enough for me mm-hmm. we can't we can't use your cells because I, of some reason you know whose cells we do want though you know whose glorious pure perfect little prissy cells we want <laughs> cloud we uh-huh. want your friend cells you're not good enough for us we want your we want your friend cells give us give us your friend cells we want them and so they all fly away and we're like oh no we have to go we have to go save cloud something like that and then as we as we go back we're like you know what perfect time for another mini game just <laughs> perfect time as things are ramping up as we're like nearing the end of the game in the penultimate chapter it is time to play a mini game where chests are falling down waterfalls but oh, from the waterfall, so are monsters right. yeah and i go back i we we cross and then it kind of stops you as it shows you a chest falling down the waterfall and they're like hmm, do you want to wait here and see if anything else falls or do you just want to keep <laughs> going and it is in this moment where i really thought to myself man it would be such the adam thing to do to just keep going and not even not even consider uh-huh. playing this obvious mini game that's happening here. And then I thought, mm, but the content, but the content, um, the content, content, content's not even good because it was a stupid game. We were just in the waterfall. We were trying to um, collect the, the chest without getting hit by the monsters. Except if we got hit by the monsters, we had to spam the K button for some reason. And then we were fine to go collect more chests. I don't really understand what the purpose of this was. I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what I got. It was probably just like a potion or a soma or a remedy or something. I have like 40 somas and remedies that I'm not even using, just by the way. Um, I couldn't even tell you what a soma is. 
Um, it's almost the name of a coffee shop in where I went to college. Uh, it was pretty good coffee, but I have no idea what it is in the context of this game. Um, <laughs> could be anything. And so we're collecting chess or whatever. Um, just just terrible pacing uh, for like the overall story here. Because even though I couldn't exactly tell you the Hollander and Jill sells situation that's happening over there. It was exciting. I could feel the tension and the energy of just like, oh man, they want Cloud. We're trying to go save Cloud. We thought it was a brilliant idea to to leave Cloud behind, totally unprotected and unconscious. That was genius of us. And now they're going to be able to just go get him. We have to go save him. Um, and so great, we play a mini game. Whatever, we'll move on. We'll move on from the mini game um, because it is time for the Hollander versus Hollander Worm Showdown, and we get. <laughs> Multiple Holland eyes, Holland eyes uh, sauce. We get uh, all all kinds of Hollander in our life. Um, as like one of them is shoving another one. Maybe there's Lazard here as well. We'll talk about that in just a second. Um, but then we get this other boss fight, the secondary boss fight of the chapter, um, where we have just a ton of uh, a ton of worms. Like that is about, um, that's like the gist of this fight. So the worms did not like the ice. I kept using the ice on them, but I will just say, I cannot stand when an enemy has an ability that will do your entire health bar with, Mm -hmm. with no, with like no chance of doing anything about it. There were multiple times I died this fight. I was like, they couldn't do a lot of physical damage. The worms were not like actually all that scary in terms of the damage output. Hollander just like slapped his bag at you. That was kind of annoying, but like it wasn't a lot of damage, but then sometimes he would just like summon five worms and uh, you'd only deal with so many worms at a time. And the worms would like stun you. And then Hollander would start this ability of just opening his backpack for some kind of missile thing. I don't even know what was in here and it would just deal my whole health bar. And then I was dead. That was mm-hmm. the entirety of the fight. And um, one of my least favorite things is when there are um, situations in a game that like I can't really do anything about um, and have very little agency in. And there were multiple times when I died this fight where it was the worms kept stunning me because that was one of their abilities. And I could not actually attack him while he was like channeling this ability. And so I would just die. And that was annoying. Um I also uh, will take back something I said a little bit earlier. I used a ton of remedies throughout this fight because he kept breathing his nasty, stanky breath (laughs) all over me. What a freaking disgusting person. And he kept breathing all over me and it would break my slot machine. And that's very, very annoying. I like my slot machine to be working at all times um, because you just never know when you're going to get a random level up out of nowhere. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I had to use a bunch of remedies to do the slot machine. And uh, it didn't take me like a ton of time here, but this was a annoying fight that didn't feel (laughs) like it didn't uh, like it didn't feel satisfying at all to win this. Like that, I think to me is like probably the worst part of this chapter is that like both of the boss fights for this penultimate chapter of this game, uh, like didn't really have any significance. Like we're fighting another Genesis copy, another Genesis clone that's eating my hair, whatever. Like maybe that's a little <laughs> bit more interesting, but it just, it still is creeping me out um, to this point. And then we're fighting a Hollander clone copy that has a bag of worms that also mm-hmm. can blow up in our face. Like that is, that's the boss fight for, for this chapter, for the, 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 you know, like I keep saying the penultimate chapter, we only have one more chapter of this entire game and these are the boss fights that we are choosing to like put near the end here. Like, I don't know. We've already fought so many different Genesis clones. We've already chased Hollander. This is now the third chapter upon which we are chasing Hollander and trying to like fight him uh, at the end. Luckily, the only thing I guess I can say in the favor of this final boss fight is that instead of robots, we replace them with worms. And I don't know which one is better or not, but um like it didn't it it didn't feel good to be like oh yeah i really took care of these worms like get get wrecked you stupid worms um like it didn't it didn't feel good like there was nothing there was no like big internal satisfaction here for the end of this chapter um save for the idea here um that maybe hollander is lazard and we have a little lazard moment here of a uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know exactly what it was, but they all look kind of similar, and that, maybe that's part <laughs> of my problem too. Um, 
there was a little Lazard moment at the end that like, I'm just going to be very honest with you. I did not understand it and could not put this together. I had a good idea that Lazard was not actually dead. We've said this before, right? Whenever we get mail of like Shinra being like, Oh, X and Y or Z. Yeah. I think, I think I'm dead according to Shinra. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Like, they're probably not actually dead. Like, we're probably going to, you know, see them or experience them in some other capacity throughout the rest of this game. But we we get a little Lazard moment at the end here. Um, and I don't know where that's going or if they want us to be intrigued throughout the rest of this. But, like, <sighs> I'm not. And so, I don't know. I don't need to see Lazard again. I really don't need to see Hollander again. Like, potentially the only one I'm interested in in really kind of quote-unquote resolving at the end of this next chapter at the end of the game is a relationship with sephiroth what does that look like what how does that end um angel is he dead are there angel copies going around i don't know how are we going to end things with cloud i'm interested in that and then um finally can we deal with genesis is genesis going to be gone i don't know those are like the Mm -hmm. only things that i'm kind of interested in i don't need to see more hollander I really don't need to see any more of anyone else either. This Lazard is nothing. Um, we're probably never going to see Rude again, which is tragic. Probably no more Cisne. I don't know. But, like, I feel like there is too much just random stuff happening throughout this chapter. And I just don't understand it. And because I don't understand it, or maybe because uh, I don't care, uh, it's just not, like, landing for me. And so uh-huh. um, I don't, like, know exactly where we go from this point on. But uh, that's the, I mean, that's the second to last chapter. That's where we're at. We end with fighting worms and seeing Lazard. Yeah, I think it's a little tough because we haven't seen Lazard for most of the game. He disappeared pretty early on. um, So we don't have a particularly strong connection to him as the player. Like Zach has his connection, but we don't. We haven't spent a lot of time with him. Um, and then it gets explained that he got turned into an Angeal copy, but like, how does that work? And what does that even really mean? That's not what copy um, means. Oh my right. God. Uh, but he's got wings. So he's something wing, um, wing, wing, wing. Well, wing. yeah, but like big one side, but it is like a big wing and a little wing, kind of like a butterfly. Did he have the well, butterfly? Well, no, it doesn't look like a butterfly wing, but you know what I mean? Where some butterflies, they have the big top wing and then a smaller bottom wing okay never is mind. that what is that what butterfly i thought it... never mind moving on is that <laughs> we wait, don't need is... to make this more confusing okay uh... i did notice the little wing that's why he has so he has a pathetic wing that's what i called it <laughs> it looks so terrible it looks so you're not flying on that well anyway out of all of this comes this conversation uh that does seem to sort of come out of nowhere and he's like yeah now i want to save the world and it's like but from from what by doing what not really clear um where did you come from how are you here where did you go uh yeah i don't know um i will say i think the game sticks the landing pretty well in the final cutscenes. um but that is kind of like you know okay you made a good short film yeah that's not necessarily a good game um but we'll see how you feel after you've played the final chapter which is coming up next week that is what we will be doing and chapter 10 is called heroes oh my gosh we might be heroes we could be we could be heroes okay uh Oh uh, um, yeah, I definitely was like, that's not the David Bowie song. I was confused for a second. No, okay. yeah. Um <laughs> got it. I'm there now. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Uh that <laughs> is about it for this chapter. Do we have any updates to the attractiveness rankings? Adam? We do. Yeah, very important Ooh. stuff here. We do. Okay. Uh some some pretty big changes, I will say, just to to really preface this here. At number five, we have the pathetic unconscious boy cloud. <laughs> Uh, staying on the or, or yeah, staying on the list. Congratulations to Cloud. Number four, didn't see her at all this chapter. Really hate to see it, but still in our hearts is Aerith. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because we know she'll be back at some point. Uh, probably not in this game. Although they honestly, I'd be really upset if they didn't bring Aerith back at least one more time in this game because we were told that they were dating, and you just cannot tell me that what was happening already was the full extent of dating to the point where Aerith would be as like emotionally attached to Zach as we saw her at the beginning of Seven. So like. 
doesn't something else needs to happen here um and i don't know what that is number three someone who we definitely will not be seeing again in this game is rude uh we freaking love rude uh we'll always be on this list number two potentially a surprise here really uh being able to carry another man like that all throughout kingdom come pretty attractive congratulations to zach number two on the list probably the highest he will ever be um but i will just say the golden retriever energy though it may not be working for you uh works for me in in a way that i don't know if i even feel comfortable describing on this podcast and number one (laughs) number one uh who someone who really gave us a lot to work with this chapter coming up big um cisne Cisne, I had a feeling. Number I had a one. Feeling. I'm really liking Cisne. Um, it seems like even though she doesn't really know what's going on, she seems weirdly supportive of us given just no context. And I really like that. I love just unilateral loyalty based on nothing. And so huge fan of that. Congratulations to Cisne for being number one this week. Uh only one more week of the attractiveness ranking. So we'll see we'll see how they fare at the final. But uh that's that's where things currently stand as of now. Where was she last week? Um that is a great question. She was number five. So quite the rise. Wow, quite the leap. Yeah. Yeah. And From leaving the bottom the li- to the top. Yeah. And no more Tifa on the list who was number one last week. So Wow, yeah, huge, huge shakeup yeah. in the rankings. Here. Where did Tifa go? We were in Nibelheim for a billion years. Where did she go? <laughs> Why did she not want to? She deal went with- off to to do. She went off to do avalanche stuff. Probably, she went to go open a bar at prob- barely twenty years old. Maybe. Oh well, you know, I, I guess we love a small business owner. Good for her, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. There were a million soldiers in her hometown, and she was just there. You'd think that. Uh, you think that she'd be able to? Well, maybe she saw what happened to Nibelheim and was like, "I want nothing to do with Shinra and Soldier." Oh, that could be it. Like she saw the fire, but she didn't see everything get rebuilt in like a five seconds. So that's interesting. How did they yeah, rebuild? She had so a very fast? negative experience with that Mako reactor. Yeah, didn't we all? Didn't we all? I I certainly did. Wow. Okay, right. one more chapter. That's it. We'll see how they stick the landing. That will be it. So we will be back to finish up the game next week. Uh, In the meantime, Adam, what else do you have going on? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter, PianomanAdam1. Also, week after week, talking about Zoe's extraordinary playlist with the amazing Todd and Lindy uh, over at 1CXG Podcast. We are into season two, the final season of Zoe's. So that's very exciting. We're doing a bunch of of fun stuff over there. In the post-show recaps, you can find me with Kevin and Melissa talking Doctor Who every week. Um, You can also uh, find me talking about How I Met Your Father, season two with Sarah Ferguson. uh, And then also with the amazing Sarah Ferguson. And we're going to be talking about the upcoming show Platonic. So uh, go check that out as well. And there might even be something else in the works in the Potion Recaps land. So plenty of stuff going on, plenty of, plenty of ways to get busy. But uh, looking forward to playing this uh, final chapter here. Incredible. Uh, and you can find me at Hard Rock Hope on Twitter and twitch.tv slash Hard Rock Hope, where these days I am playing Final Fantasy X. Um, it's definitely not my favorite, but we're having a good time. Uh, it's a ridiculous game. And people seem to be enjoying watching me play, even if I get really cranky because I don't like Blitzball. Sorry. Um, That's what's going on over there. Uh, One more shout out for last week's episode of Schmigadoon, which I was on with Adam and Todd. That was a lot of fun. Um, And coming up right after I finish recording this, I will be on this week's episode of the uh, Succession Deep Dive. Is that what they do on Fridays? Whatever podcast they do on Fridays, I'm on it uh right after this um i'm finally caught up so that's exciting looking forward to that uh and that's about it for me right now uh thank you everybody for listening as always we will see you next week to finish up crisis four don't forget you can follow post show recaps at post show recaps support the podcast at patreon.com slash post show recaps and we will see you next week take care watch out for genesis copies bye-bye Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.